This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 90 is going to be from Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. As God's people, we need to understand the privilege it is to worship God, the same as the people of Nehemiah's time, who stood from morning until midday to listen and be attentive to the law. Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 1 through 5 read, Now all the people gathered together as one man in the open square that was in front of the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded Israel. So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of the men and women, and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. Then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday, before the men and women and those who could understand, and the ears of the people were attentive to the book of the law. So Ezra the scribe stood on a platform of wood which they had made for the purpose. And beside him at his right hand stood Mataniah, Shema, Naiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, Manasseh. And at his left hand stood Padiah, Mishael, Mekajah, Hashem, Hashabana, Zechariah, and Meshillam. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. During Ezra's time, they had just came out of Babylonian captivity. They were in Babylonian captivity for 70 years, and they were not allowed to worship God the way that God had commanded them to worship Him. Because they were unfaithful to Him, God allowed them to go into captivity and took His law from them so that they would not be able to draw near to Him. In Ezra chapter 8, verses 1 through 5, is one of the first times that they were allowed to come back to God. In Daniel chapter 3, during Babylonian captivity, Meshach, Radshach, and Abednego were thrown into a fiery furnace because they would not bow down and worship Nebuchadnezzar. They understood what it meant that when the law was taken away from them. Now, God protected Meshach, Radshach, and Abednego, as he would later protect Daniel for kneeling and praying to him when he was thrown into the lion's den. But the reality was they were living in someone else's country. They were away from the temple. They did not have the pleasures of being able to go to his temple whenever they desired to offer sacrifices to him. They didn't have the capability of worshiping God the way that they wanted to worship God now. And so when they returned to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple and to be able to go back to worshiping God properly, they understood what it was, that it was a privilege to be able to worship God, a privilege that can be revoked. And God revoked it from them. He took it away from them for 70 years while they were in Assyrian Babylonian captivity because they didn't understand the privilege that it was to worship him. And they went after other gods, and they worshiped other gods. And so God was a jealous God, and he took it away from them. Now, during Ezra's time, they're getting it back, and they understand the privilege that it is to be able to worship him properly. 
In Ezra chapter 8 and verse 3, they listened to the book of the law being read from morning until midday. They would listen to what God wanted them to do, and they would be attentive to it. In verse 3, it says, then he read from the from it in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday before the men and women and those who, who could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. Not only were they listening, but they were attentive to the book of the law. And so Ezra stood up on a platform and he read from this book and he had men that were there to explain it to them and to teach them and they would listen And then in verse 5, it says, And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. Today, we have these soft chairs out in the auditorium that we can sit down and be comfortable. We have air conditioning. We have all the comforts afforded to us. But they chose to stand from morning till midday to listen to the book of the law. How much better off would we be today if we were willing to stand from morning till midday to listen to God's word tell us how to live our lives? But we don't see it as that type of privilege today. We don't honor it the way that the people of Ezra's time did and Nehemiah's time. They were honoring the reading of the book of the law. So they stood and listened to it and they were attentive to it. Today, we preach for 20 minutes and people start to doze off. People start losing their attention to the Word of God after just 20 minutes. But from morning till midday, Ezra read from the book of the law. Going on in Ezra chapter, I'm sorry, in Nehemiah chapter 8, we're going to read verses 5 and following. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. Then all the people answered, Amen, Amen. While lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And Joshua, Benaiah, Shebiah, Jemin, Eklai, Shabarakai, Hajai, Mashalai, Kilatai, Azratai, Joband, Hannah, Pilaha, and the Levites held the people to understand the law. You see, they helped them to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So they continued to stand as these men went around and taught them what the law had to say. And then in verse 8 it says, So, so they read distinctively from the book in the law of God, and they gave the sense and helped them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra the priest and the scribe, And Levites, who taught the people, said to all the people, This day the holy this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. They wept because they had missed it, and they desired to have it in their lives, and God was allowing it to come back. But Nehemiah and Ezra and the Levites said, Don't weep. This is a holy day. This is a joyful day. And this is something that we need to understand in our worship services today, that it is joyful to come into the house of the Lord. And verse 10 says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those who, for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. 
Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We need to use the joy of the Lord as our strength as we worship God in our worship assemblies today. And we need to understand the privilege that it is to be able to draw together and to listen to his word, to sing praises to him, and to be able to worship him. Because when it's taken away, we're going to miss it. And we're not going to understand what we have until the day in which we can't do it. And there is a day coming in which people that have neglected the worship of God are no longer going to be able to do it. And that day is going to be judgment day when God separates the people from his people, from the people that didn't want to do his word. And the people that did not want to do his word, to keep his word, go away into everlasting punishment. Go, they're going to go away into bondage where they're not going to be able to worship God the way that they want to any longer. And it's not going to be for 70 years. It's going to be for eternity when we are separated from God for eternity. We're going to miss not being able to worship him. In verse 11, it says, So the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, for the day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink, to send portions and rejoice greatly, because they understood the words that were declared to them. Going on now in Nehemiah chapter 8, verses 13 through 18, it says, Now on the second day, the heads of the fathers' houses of all the people with the priests and Levites were gathered to Ezra, the scribe, in order to understand the words of the law. Notice something. They worshipped him almost all day the previous day, and then they came back. They loved him so much that they did not get enough of praising him on the first day. They came back for a second day, Nehemiah chapter 8, and verse 13. And they found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded by Moses, that the children of Israel should dwell in booths during the feast of the seventh month. And that they should announce and proclaim in all their cities and in Jerusalem, saying, Go out to the mountains and bring olive branches, branches of oil oil trees, myrtle branches, palm branches, and branches of leafy trees to make booths, as it is written. Then the people went out and brought them and made themselves booths, each one of the roof of his house, or in their courtyards, or the courts of the house of God, and in open square of the water gate, and in the open square of the gate of Ephraim. So the whole assembly of those who had returned from the captivity made booths, and sat under the booths, for since the days of Joshua the son of Nun, until the day the children of Israel had not done so. And they were was and there was very great gladness. Also, day by day, from the first day until the last day, he read from the book of the law of God, and they kept the feast seven days. And on the eighth day, there was a sacred assembly according to the prescribed manner. And so when they found out that there was something that they were not doing, that they needed to be doing, they need to be dwelling in booths during the feast, they went out and they immediately made these booths so that they could dwell in them. They were happy to do so. And each day they were dwelling in the booths, they worshiped and praised God and listened to the book of the law. And they were happy because they were able to worship God. God. So many people today, when they come to worship God, they sit in the pews and they don't look happy. They don't look like they really want to be there, that they're being forced to be there. And they don't understand the privilege that it is to worship God. And the singing, it sounds lackluster. And the attention, it wanes from the sermon 
and they really don't want to understand what God has to say to them. And so they are not seeing themselves as privileged to be able to worship God. In verses 17 and 18, So the whole assembly of those who had returned from the captivity made boots and sat under the boots. For since the days of Joshua, the son of Nun, until that day the children of Israel had not done so. And there was very great gladness. We need to have gladness in our worship assemblies when we come to worship God. In Nehemiah chapter 9, Verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, Now on the 24th day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting in sackcloth and with dust on their heads. Then those of the Israelites' lineage separated themselves from the, all the foreigners. <coughs> and they stood and confessed their sins and iniquities of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for one-fourth of the day. And for another fourth, they confessed and worshiped the Lord their God. And so they continued worshiping him. On this occasion, they stood for one fourth of the day listening to the book of the law being read. How many people today would be willing to stand in honoring God's word as it was read for a fourth of a day? How many people would then go on for another fourth of the day and confess and worship God How much better off would our world be today if we had this type of dedication in our worship to God? We need to be as dedicated as the people of Nehemiah and Ezra's time were to the book of the law. They understood the privilege that it was because it had been taken away. Let's not wait until the law is taken away from us in order to understand what we have and worship God. Going over into the New Testament to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25, the Bible reads, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil, that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised it's faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see that day approaching. We have an opportunity every week to gather and to worship God and to be thankful that he gave us the church, that we can come together and we can sing praises to him and worship with our family together with him, just as Israel had that opportunity during Nehemiah and Esther's time, and they took advantage of it because they understood the privilege that it was to gather with your family and to listen to the word of the Lord and to worship God because it had been taken away from them. Let us have this same fervence for God's word. Let us come together and to worship him as he has commanded us to do so upon the first day of the week. And let us be happy to enter into the house of the Lord. In Psalm 122 and verse 1, the Bible says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let's be glad when it's time to go worship him. And let's never take for granted the privilege that he has given us to worship him. And let's be there when the doors are open, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, and gladly give him praise, honor, and glory.
because it's a privilege to be in the presence of the Lord. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the, the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.